Hello, this is Elizabeth Spring from North Node Astrology and NorthNodeAstrology.com. Today we've got an interesting show, I think, for you. It's on how to explore your unconscious, a magical mix of evolutionary astrology and Jungian psychology. Glad you dropped by. So today we're going to explore a little bit more of the psychology of Carl Jung and evolutionary astrology. Now, I would dare to say that the Swiss psychologist, Carl Jung, was more responsible than anyone else in the past couple hundred years for our interest in the unconscious and in inner-directed spirituality as opposed to religion, and also the whole idea of authentic living. By the time of his death in 1961, a spiritual revival had started that drew in the entire baby boom generation and more. Now, unlike his colleague and mentor Sigmund Freud, Jung saw the unconscious as being a rich, hidden treasure, not simply a psychological basement where we put everything we don't want to see or know about ourselves. He thought we ignore our unconscious at our own peril. Now, after Jung broke his mentorship or relationship with Freud, he underwent a descent into his own unconscious that just about overwhelmed him. He was rebelling against a powerful father figure in Freud, and he was so overcome by powerful emotions, fears, and strange synchronistic events that he felt the only way to heal himself was to enter into a dialogue with his unconscious and to write about it. So he did. Now, what books we have today from Jung are the result of explorations into his personal subconscious, as well as his clients, and his efforts at understanding the collective unconscious in every place and culture. In a sense, you could say that Jung, the wounded healer, let himself go down into the depths to give the unconscious a voice. He found that by opening up to his process in dreams, writings, drawing, and constant inquiry, he was giving his unconscious a voice. And with the help of this other voice, he worked at achieving a balance or wholeness, which he later called individuation, which is an often painful process of becoming who one really is, the authentic self. Now, Jung came to believe that astrology, dreams, self-reflection, and art were particularly helpful in discovering what we know and do not know about ourselves. Most of Jung's uh, patients, particularly after his sojourn into the deep psyche, were not psychotic, but merely normal neurotics, like the rest of us, who felt that something was missing in their lives. They yearned for what religion had once provided, and science couldn't seem to provide anymore. Jung was one of the first and most influential people to follow the path within, 
and he studied and used astrology to help him navigate the depths of what was hidden from conscious uh, rationality. One could say that he was one of the first to give astrology a good name. So again, we see in Carl Jung the quest for meaningfulness and the great courage to explore one's inner depths. Now, the astrology that I practice is called evolutionary astrology, uh, using reincarnation as a foundational theory. Uh, this is a school started by Stephen Forrest, and it, what I practice is also archetypal astrology, being influenced by the work of Carl Jung. It's a genre that Jung never invented himself, but a name that astrologers like myself use to describe the way we work with the symbolic language of astrology. This kind of astrology is a movement away from quick, predictive astrological answers and a continual calling to track the movement of the soul through time. Now, you know, uh, through the evolutionary astrology, we do that by looking at the particularly at the north and south nodes and that journey into what we don't know, into the unconscious, into our past lives we find in the south node. Um, and the Jungian archetypal um, psychology is, is embedded with astrology in the work that, that I do. Um, by honoring the planetary symbols, you know, we honor the gods and goddesses within our deep psyche. And we can call these parts of our inner psyche by whatever name we choose, planets or mythological symbol, but we're still following the same god's home. Astrology's foundation is in mythology and psychological observation, and Jungian psychology is grounded in symbolic mythological thinking. The conflict or difference between the two appears to be mostly a matter of language, style, and respectability. Now, astrology has had a bad reputation throughout history because of its connection with fortune-telling, and it's because of this taboo that most Jungians have chosen to focus on astrology's uh, younger sister, alchemy. Although alchemy is rooted in astrological thinking, it doesn't carry the taboo uh, quite as much as astrology in those circles and therefore can be presented in more respectable ways. Jung himself was war warned by his colleagues to not venture forth into the world of astrology and mysticism or he would risk his credibility, but he did risk it. He astutely chose to examine the symbolism of the unconscious through these avenues of dreams, myth, alchemy, and astrology. Now, archetypal astrologers, evolutionary astrologers, and Jungian astrologers are all names for the same kind of astrological practice that helps you look into the inner world of symbolic in images to the soul. And there are many paths to the soul and to self-knowledge. And the simple advantage of astrology is the speed at which we can learn about ourselves if we're open to hearing it. 
That's the catch. Astrology can open insightful doors quickly, but most of us are not able to hear. Jungians would say that we have this resistance to hearing as an ego self-defense, and theories abound about the rightness of this resistance. That's probably why most astrologers have a certain blindness about their own charts. We can see our clients' complexes and problems, but not so easily our own. Well, granted, we might, might see them, but how much do we really allow ourselves to know about our own shadow qualities? It's not an easy, quick process. And the combination of astrological insight and the slower process of Jungian analysis together allows for one to open up to the insights at the right time and in a context of a safe container of the therapeutic relationship. Astrology may be too quick, uh, you know, according to the Jungians, and the Jungians may be too slow, according to the uh, astrologers, but the combination of the two what is sometimes called archetypal astrology, might just be the very best form of counseling and soul work and a magical mix for you to help you explore your deep psyche, your unconscious. What is your way? What recipes of life experience have you gathered and combined together? What is it that you call your spirituality? What do you call those explorations when you go down the rabbit hole and look around there? I think of all the other things that also could be mentioned as part of my philosophic stew, which would include theosophy and Celtic Christianity but I don't want to complicate things here, but do find the connection just between a few core ideas. And most of all, my hope is that this podcast is helping you to, de- to demystify, to lift the veil on using astrology to help you in the process of becoming your true authentic self in becoming all that you can be. In my experience, astrological thinking is a great way to forge ahead into what you don't consciously know. There's an alchemical cooking that happens when you combine what is unconscious and what is conscious and seek to become deeply aware. And a soul guide, such as your birth chart, can be a great help in that it is a tool to help you see unconscious patterns unfolding by by way of the transits and progressions as well as the birth chart. uh, Astrology is a great way for you to find meaning, to see yourself as part of the larger cosmos. You are a part of the whole, a part of the great pattern, and you deserve to know and love yourself as part of it all. A comforting thought on a cold winter's night. Mm. So this was gleaned today uh, from a book that I wrote called Lifting the Veil, Becoming Your Own Best Astrologer. 
and I'm, I've been picking out pieces of it as well as uh, my most popular book, North Node Astrology, Rediscovering Your Life Direction and Soul Purpose. I've been picking out parts of them to um, bring to you in these podcasts. And if you're interested in delving into these topics more, um, the books are on Amazon and also on my website, which is northnodeastrology.com. Uh, there, it's there also if you're interested in finding out how to do a reading with me. Um, check out northnodeastrology.com and it's all there for you. And thanks so much for coming by today. And if you, um, if you like these podcasts and feel like writing a review on uh, the Apple Podcast site or Spotify, actually Spotify doesn't do it yet, but the Apple Podcast does, it would be wonderful. Or tell a friend about the North Node Astrology Podcasts. Anyway, thank you for coming by today, and I hope you got something out of this. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.